0: Trivia Music Show
1: of your favorite pop stars.
0: Hey, hey, hey. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if this is your first time joining us, we are all over the internet looking for lesser-known facts about some of the legends, big names, mega stars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these big icons in the world of music. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and today I got with me in the studio my bro, Mr. Liu. What's going on, man?
1: Yeah, it's always good to be here because you allow me this chance to introduce about some topics that I also care about deeply. So mm. I want to thank you for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Why don't you tease the uh, listeners a little bit on who you have for us today?
1: Okay, I have this middle-aged female star, Mm. but she is still very much relevant in today's showbiz. Okay. Um, She is popping up in headlines still to this very day, Mm. and I have grown up with her music.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Popping up in headlines. I guess that could be good or bad. I guess we'll find out a bit later. I have someone kind of along those lines as well. I grew up listening to her music and she is a marvel in that realm and she's so multifaceted and she's been through a lot. I learned a lot about this artist upon doing the research. So I'm um, excited to present this artist and I'm pretty sure for the listeners out there, this is someone that you'll probably pick up quite soon. And uh, for Mr. Liu, I'm pretty sure you'll guess who this is. And if you don't, well, that's just all the merrier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd better get it right then.
0: Yeah, yeah. But before we get started, guys, as usual, uh, we want to drop our disclaimer here. Everything we find on the show is purely Internet based. So um, if there are any inaccuracies or if anything is just flat out wrong, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you and we can update that information onto a later episode. So yeah, easy-peasy. Let's go ahead and move on to the trivia. I'm going to go ahead and set it off with my artist. With fact number one, my sources come from The List, which is a news and lifestyle media source, Exclaim Media, which is a Canadian authority on music news, and Discover Walks. So this artist was a single child of a mother who worked at a power company, and she was a dispatcher there. And I guess her father was a U.S. Marine. Yeah, that sounds pretty intense. That's because it is. I guess this artist was really adept in school because she scored in her cognitive testing. She was moved ahead two years in her class. Wow. So that sounds amazing. And I think that being the youngest kid in your class... Sounds really cool, but I think that that would also put you in a position to be a bit bullied. A lot of people will look at you and be a little jealous that you're in their class. And if you're younger, then then they might tease you. And I think that's pretty much what happened here. Um, Because of her grade change, she was isolated and she purposely failed and finally returned to her prior class.
1: That's just unfortunate. But on the other hand, I can kind of understand because, you know, kids are also human. They naturally have this, oh, you gotta pay your dues first. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Uh, moving on here. She began her singing in the church choir. And according to one interview, she knew she wanted to sing at the age of four. But thought she wouldn't be taken seriously because at that time in school she was considered the class clown
1: mm, four <laughs> well that's what that's a calling right there,
0: yeah, at the age of four, but I think as she got older and she kept nurturing that you know that interest in music, she had another ability and that's to make people laugh, so I think that people just kind of didn't take her serious about anything, and I think that has its pros and cons of course. Um, so in that same vein, this artist proclaimed to her class that when she wanted to grow up, she said, quote, I'm going to be a superstar. And the whole class would bust out laughing. Mm. So
1: (laughs) they thought she was being delusional.
0: Yeah, I think it was more. Little did they know. Yeah, I think it was a condescending laugh, of course. I mean, that's what kids do at that age. Um, And I guess this was an interview that she did with Elle. All right, let's move on to fact number two. Same sources, The List, Exclaim, and The Guardian. So after her father's return from the service, uh, a lot of times in the the military, a lot of the soldiers go on deployment, they're gone for an extended period of time, Mm. and then they come home. And as a Marine, he probably had to do some deployments in some conflict zones. The family lived in abject poverty, I guess, I'm not sure how or why. That is. I'm not sure if it was due to the stresses of unemployment, because a lot of times when soldiers come back from the war, mm. they have to kind of pick up the pieces and start over. They've, you know, been discharged and they have to start over somewhere else. But
1: did she move around with her dad?
0: Um, I don't believe so. Um, according to the sources, that isn't. It doesn't say anything about her being very, you know, moving around a lot. But her father did come back home with PTSD, oh. which is quite common and he was very violent unfortunately Mm,
1: unfortunately
0: um he regularly beat her mom in front of her and although he only hit his daughter once he was also abusive to her in other horrifying ways for example according to this source in an interview uh she said that he pulled a gun on us and forced us both outside naked not sure what the logic was behind that, but I think when you are struggling from a serious mental condition, um, people do really irrational things. Yeah, and, and in the same interview with The Guardian, uh, she said that he was crazy like that. I, I lived in constant fear. She also said that um, I had friends, but I never stayed at anyone's house because I was scared that I would come home one day and find my mother dead.
2: Oh, God.
0: So, you know, this is a really unsafe place to uh, to grow up in. Uh, she said that she remembered seeing her mother crouched in the corner with her arm out of its socket. And she said, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about that. So, yes, uh, very traumatic upbringing with her father. So all of this happened during this time frame.
1: Wow. It just sounds like she couldn't get it. She couldn't catch a break.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Did she lose her ability to crack jokes?
0: I don't believe so. Um, I think to cope with stress and to cope with the abuse early. She retreated in her room and lost herself in music mm. and she performed in front of her dolls and um and would send letters to her favorite artists and At one point, the abuse got so bad that her and her mother escaped by telling her father that they were going on a bus ride through the city, and they never came back mm. and uh, they stayed with relatives but were in fear that he would eventually find them and try to kill them for fleeing so yeah. Words escape me when I you know hear about these types of circumstances. I grew up listening to this artist, and I had no idea that this person went through what she went through you know, and it's just a surprising and I think that for probably the listeners out there who eventually will find out who I'm talking about may have not known this either mm. so it's just um I think it's good to share just a little bit of what some of these artists go through, yet somehow they're able to turn things around and be major successes so I think that for me at least when I hear stories like this though it comes from a lot of pain it does give me a little bit of encouragement that you know what we could still overcome we could still overcome you know whatever happens to us as long as we have that will and the desire to move forward so all right, uh, let's go ahead and move on to fact number three this is according to Exclaim Media and The List in her high school days she established a group called Phase. And this is an all-female R&B group. And this is with her pals. And I don't think I can give these names because I don't think anyone knows who they are. LaShawn Shellman, Chanita Coleman, and Rodia Scott. And this was back in 1991. Um, they piqued the interest of Jodeci, which was a really famous R&B group at that time. Mm-hmm. And they got signed with Elektra Records. And at that time, they renamed their group to Sista. Not sure if that rings any bells to anyone.
1: But... <laughs> I don't know, but Sista sounds very urban.
0: <laughs> yeah. But eventually, this artist quit the label to work with her high school friend. And um, she penned the lyrics, raps, and background vocals for a number of singing troupes like SWV. Not sure if you know who that is, but they were quite popular back in the 90s, 702. Uh, Destiny's Child, and more. This artist stands at about 5'2", and she's a fuller-figured woman. And at that time, and you could, you could we could probably say the same today, the industry kind of rejected this type of look. Mm. So she was encouraged to just kind of stay behind the scenes and do the songwriting and producing instead of rapping. And she almost quit altogether uh, being a star as a result. She said in an interview, a 2003 interview with the uh, the New York Daily News that it was hard because at the time it was all about females who were half clothed. Mm. So that's another big barrier that a lot of women had to deal with and probably currently still have to deal with today. Yeah. In 1993, a mainstream single from an actress named Raven Simone. Not sure if you know who she is. Yeah, I know. But she released a, a single that was called That's What Little Girls Are Made Of and uh, at that time that was a a hit and this artist actually wrote and produced it and she actually had the notion at the beginning that she was going to be performing it but because of the factors that I mentioned earlier she was told to take a back seat and for the music video they allowed a younger and thinner more light-skinned actress to lip-sync the part so she actually did the, uh, the music mm-hmm. but they just put somebody else to do the
1: video to do the music video oh, that's and, just unfair grossly unfair
0: yeah and, and you know colorism especially in the you know, African American community is still something that plagues the industry and this artist was a victim of it multiple times in her career Uh, We're going to keep it moving here. On VH1's Behind the Music, this artist recalls that she was not informed of the video shoot, as I mentioned earlier. It was later explained that she, quote, didn't fit the image that they were looking for. So, yeah, this would have detrimental effects on someone's self-esteem trying to break out and do music and be a star. All right, we're going to keep it moving with uh, fact number four. And this is according to... L magazine and Vibe and also Rolling Stone. Her debut album was a commercial and critical success. Mm -hmm. She debuted um, at number three on the Billboard 200 chart and remained on the board for 37 weeks. So her album was a smash. I remember it. I loved it. Uh, her debut single and this is where this will probably inform everyone who this person is. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go. Her debut single, she raps and dances while wearing a giant inflatable bubble suit among other suits, radiating absolute cool in what some would say an afro-futuristic setting. All in all, the album showed the world what she was capable of and rendered her an instant superstar. And um, she mentioned in an interview how she loved the idea of being a bold and hip hop Michelin woman. So and I think this also had to do with uh, probably it it was probably a way for her to deal with her, uh, maybe her shyness or insecurity for her body shape as well. And, you know. But later on in her career and actually at this point, you know, she has been an advocate of uh, body positivity. Yeah, Mr. Liu has this look on his face like, yeah, I know who you're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) He's feeling good now.
1: (laughs) Not gonna deny that.
0: So the success just poured in from there. She was the first female rapper to have six albums to be platinum certified. And in 2008, she took a hiatus from music to focus on her health after contracting Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune disorder that affects the thyroid. I remember that, yeah, she was you know, dropping albums maybe every other year, every couple of years, and I loved every one of them. And then, yeah, she just kinda dropped off for a while. And so, yeah.
1: And then when she came back, she looked different. Mm. She lost so much weight.
0: Right, 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 right. So, yep, we're going to move on to the last fact here. This is fact number five. and This is according to the list. In 2019, this artist received two milestone accolades within months of each other. First, she was awarded an honorary doctorate by the Berklee College of Music, and she actually gave the commencement address as well and in an emotional speech she told new graduates to never give up and she shared her own story of perseverance and she said quote as long as you're breathing it's never too late and that's kind of what i get from this artist story as well uh she was inducted into the songwriters hall of fame as reported by billboard becoming the first female rapper to receive the honor mm-hmm. all right so that that's pretty much it man and i'm pretty confident that 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 fact for Uh, That fact number four gave it away. So um, was there anything else that you heard that might have given you uh, an idea?
1: Uh, Yes, I actually guessed it right before that clinching clue. um, (laughs) Because it was obviously clear that she was a black artist Mm -hmm. and she was a rapper. And she was also kind of like, you know, on the bigger side. Mm-hmm. So there aren't too many candidates <laughs> in that category. <laughs> okay. So I would I, I would guess um, I would have guessed anyway, but after you told me about, you know, that futuristic music video, I was 100% sure.
0: Yeah. All right, all right.
1: And do you remember her nickname? Uh, I thought her current name is her mm-hmm. stage name is her nickname.
0: Oh, she has another one, and it's actually a um a label that they give you if you've committed a certain crime.
1: Yeah, misdemeanor. Uh, yes, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: all right, man, you definitely know. Why don't you just just drop it on us? Who is it?
1: Okay, so we're talking about Missy
0: Elliott. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Media publications have referred to Missy Elliott as the Queen of Rap, the Queen of Hip-Hop, and the First Lady of Hip-Hop. Few musicians have had the cultural influence that Missy Elliott has had. Her visionary presence as both a producer and an artist changed the whole rap and R&B genres that came after her. Missy Elliott made her mark on the recording industry in the late 90s and early 2000s, cementing her position among the best female rappers in history. And I got a few tracks that I would like to share from this artist.
1: First, of course. Let me guess. (laughs) You are probably going to be playing... Super Duper Fly.
0: Okay, yes, definitely. Super Duper Fly from... And this is the breakout single that I was referencing earlier about the inflated suit. A phenomenal video and very iconic. So I think if any... I think most people who know this artist have seen it. So yes, that's definitely the first first track I'm going to play.
1: Okay, (laughs) so my second guess would be Get Your Freak On.
0: Yes, that's another iconic video and song and it was all over... The radios at that time. So, yes, Get Your Freak On is another song that I would like to play. That's, that would be the second track that I share. And if there's time, I would like to play another one of my personal favorites, and it's called All in My Grill. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Let's check it out. Me, I'm super
3: fly, super duper fly, super duper huh. Me, I'm super yes, fly. I me through. I'm super fly, it's my window, super I can't fly. me it's I'm super fly, my window, when the rain hits my window, I take it, f- <coughs> me some, f- me and Timberland, we sing a dangle, we so tight that you get our styles tangled, sway your dosi do like you local, can we get, Night, like Coco, so-so You wanna play with my yo-yo I smoke my on the day though. The keys to the Jeep. I'm driving to the beach. Top down, loud sound, see my piece. Give them pounds now, look who it be. It be me, 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 and Timothy. Look like it's about to rain, what a shame. I got the armor or the shine up the same. Old Missy, try to maintain. I can't stand the rain.
2: I can't stand it against my window. I I can't stand it.
3: I feel the wind. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, ten. Begins. I sit on heels like Lauren until the rain starts coming down pouring on the I got my umbrella, my finger waves these days. They fall like pump chump. I break up with him before he dumped, dump. dump they have me, yes, you lucky, yes, lucky, yes, my window, I can't stand low. Now. Yes. Is your women now? Yes. The bigger, bigger bounce. Yes. I know you dig the way I s- s- switch my style. Holla, Holla. People sing around, the yes. people gather around, the yes. people jump around. 20 years ago. Talk, talk is cheap. Uh-huh. Tell it to her. Uh-huh. Don't, say it to, Don't say it to me. Cause I know uh-huh. I'm in control. The uh-huh. tricks are for kids. Uh-huh. And who I'm too old. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh-huh. With your game. Never come back. Come back. So be your game. Where you go. Uh-huh. Remember me. I'm, I'm the best girl. thing and in history. My, 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 Where's my clothes? Where's my clothes for me? Where's my toes? You all in my grill. I'm thinking it's time to chill, but you want to drill, though. I couldn't even step out that baby blue behind the vehicle. because you been trying to kill my, wife, my girlfriend. And people around me is telling me that you was a stalker, like Darth made a chase Skywalker. I told you I was a street talker. It ain't my fault. You gave me your Victoria's secrets and your Fredericks. You wanted a wall down story, but instead I took you to Cedric's to entertain you, to D-G, and never claim you. Me and Missy, we getting straight and Oh, yeah, we puffed on one of them things, too. You blaming who? You me who? I know you ain't bringing that lame crew. Big boy, that a fat sacks. Chief Richie D are the same boo, but I'm back by the Dungeon family. So you can go here with all that stabbing me cuz i would jab thee and slap thee and Bobby Boucher yo zatchi here here huh
0: and that was missy elliot with all in my grill I could listen to Missy's music forever. I mean, during this time frame in like the late 90s, early, the early 2000s time frame. I mean, her music was just magic. It just kept popping and popping. And, you know, Timberland's music, I think at that time was was king. I loved all of her music and I still do. I'm looking forward to hearing more and more music. I hope she continues to make, you know, keep dropping hits like this.
1: Yeah, you know that phrase, a match made in heaven. I feel Mm. like Timbaland and Missy Elliott, when it comes to music, when it comes to the combination of beats and rapping skills, it was definitely a match made in heaven.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I was alive around that time to to witness it. But yes, anyway, uh, we're going to Keep the trivia going, my man. So I think you're up next. Why don't you, uh, yeah, fill us in.
1: All right. So here comes clue number one. This is from Baidu Baike. This artist was born in March 1968. So that means she is currently 55 years old mm-hmm. and has been in the showbiz for more than 36 years. Oof. All right. When she first burst onto the scene, many people were a bit confused. She had a Japanese name, Hmm. But she looked 100% Chinese. That's because she was born in Taiwan and both her parents were Chinese. Mm -hmm. Her father passed away when she was only 17 years old. It was actually a very traumatic experience because he was involved in some kind of motorcycle accident Mm -hmm. and she witnessed that. She saw it happen. That's awful. Yeah. Anyway, before that, her parents already got divorced. Her mother married a Japanese man and took his last name. That's why this artist also took the Japanese surname. Her original Chinese surname was Wu... Hmm. When she entered the showbiz, she didn't switch back to her Chinese surname. She adopted a stage name, and that's the name most Chinese fans are familiar with. But in fact, the first character in that name is not her real surname.
0: Okay. All right.
1: But I guess probably it's not helping you. No, 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 <laughs> not at
0: all. But it's just good to know.
1: All right, moving on to the second clue. This is from Baidu Baike and Billy Billy. This artist has had great success in many different areas, but she started out as a singer. Her second album really put her on the map. The lead single from that album was featured in popular music program called Tide. It was broadcast on China Central Television and turned her into a big star here on the Chinese mainland.
0: Wow, that song was broadcasted on CCTV.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. okay. Back in the day. So obviously, I won't say the name of the song just yet. But mark my word, we will definitely circle back to it because it has played a significant role in her personal life. Mm -hmm. So that's a clue. In her long and illustrious career, she's had many hits. Apart from the one I just said I couldn't name, I will give you a few others that I can. For instance, the boy in blue coat, Mm. sad Juliet. My love will remain the same always and forever. Mm. Are you my happiness? So on and so forth. Sad Juliet, huh? Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to catch on to that. <laughs> because she was also apparently a big fan of Shakespeare. Okay. Okay, so the next clue is from Sina Weibo. Like many popular Chinese artists, she has collaborated with Jay Cho. Okay. There are at least two great stories behind their collaboration. First, we all know Jay Cho was good at crafting pop songs that had Chinese elements. Mm. So in Chinese, we call it Chinese-style pop songs. Practically, everyone was asking him to write songs for them at that time, and he just didn't have enough time. But this artist really wanted him to write an original Chinese-style song for her, so she arranged a personal meeting with Jay Cho, and she sang one of his songs. Hmm. But to make a bigger impression, she actually did the rap verse in that song. Oh wow! And Jay Cho was indeed impressed, <laughs> and he not only said yes, I'm going to write you a song, and he did so at a lowered price. Oh wow! He gave her a
4: discount. <laughs> yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> and Jay Cho was like, um, man, he's like the biggest star out here in uh, in China. For for those of our listeners who don't know who Jay Cho is, he's he's huge.
1: Yeah, and he has been featured on this show already, yes, so yes, if yes. you don't know who he is, go back and <laughs> listen to that episode.
0: Or watch the Hollywood film, the recent adaptation to The Green Hornet mm. with Seth Rogen.
1: Right. So the lyrics of that J. Cho song actually featured a famous poem from the great Tang poet Bai Juyi. Hmm. So that's a Very literary famous. connection, yes. Yeah. And that leads to the second great story behind this collaboration. So a certain word from this poem contained a rather obscure Chinese character. And when this artist first recorded the song, she actually mispronounced this word. It caused a lot of controversy online because many people consider that poem to be national treasure, and a mistake like that was basically just blasphemy Mm. in their eyes. So this singer immediately owned up to her error. She not only made an official announcement online and apologized to the fans, she also quickly re-recorded a correct version to replace the old wrong version. And this was definitely one of the more impressive examples I have seen over the years, because you know it's so easy to find excuses for yourself. She easily could have said something like, "Oh, you know, we uh, we pronounce certain Mandarin words differently here yeah. in Taiwan, and that is a fact, right?" Mm. But she didn't resort to that. So but I guess
0: Jay Cho, and I've heard from other co-hosts that he mispronounces words a lot all the of time times when yeah. <laughs> he's singing, right? <laughs> and like sometimes when he's he like mumbles or he. just some words come out of his mouth that a lot of people don't really recognize but the music is so good that it didn't it doesn't really matter yeah you know but okay
1: yeah i can definitely (laughs) attest to that but that makes it all the more impressive for this artist because she really you know admitted her mistake and just she did something about it and Mm -hmm. that's certainly priceless yeah yeah and moving on to the next clue this is from by dubai She got to know another pop star from Taiwan when she was 18. He was eight years her senior. They dated for 14 years before they finally got married. 14 Mm. years. Wow.
0: That's mm.
1: That's a long time. Yeah, that is. (laughs) And they tried to keep their romance a secret, but it was kind of hard to miss, you know, because they were both stars. They often collaborated with each other musically. For example, one of his biggest hits was Spring Earth, and he composed the melody and she wrote the lyrics. Mm. And there were a lot more songs like that. And because they had been together for such a long time and were such great creative partners, many people were actually shocked when they announced that they divorced. Mm. And that was after nine years of marriage. So dating 14 years before they got married, and then nine years of marriage. So that's 23 23 years. years. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. But I guess that's romantic relationship for you, I guess. Sometimes things just don't work out, right? That's true. So in 2015, this artist married an actor from the Chinese mainland. He was 10 years younger than her. Hmm. And remember the album i mentioned earlier yeah you know the song that had great significance to her when it comes to her personal life so that album was when he first knew this artist and fell in love at first sight Hmm. and he was just roughly 10 years old at the time (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: so it's not something i think at that age you have crushes yeah exactly and then you grow out of them you know (laughs) <laughs> like I was most of my crushes, I, I, as, at that age, I don't even remember. But I mean, yeah, it sounds like destiny.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I thought it was just a, you know a sweet innocent crush Mm. but as fate would have it they crossed paths many years later and she actually became his sweetheart for real Hmm. and they have a daughter together and they are also great creative partners Nice Uh, As I mentioned, this artist is accomplished in many areas, not just singing So in fact, she is a great actress as well She is a two-time Best Actress nominee at the Golden Horse Awards. Mm. So that's like the Oscars in Taiwan. Yeah, Yeah, we mentioned that before. So I'm sure they give each other tips and pointers when it comes to acting. That's a wonderful
0: thing, I think, to be with someone who's in the same industry and is able to mirror what you're doing and understand and get involved in what you're doing. Because I think that sometimes there's a disconnect between a lot of people in that realm. So I think that's really cool that she was able to land, you know, or actually both of them were able to land each other.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you use the word land. Because, <laughs> right. you know, some people will look at that and say, it sounds like you think she has married better. Mm. But in fact, a lot of people would argue that her popularity or her reputation was bigger so mm. maybe he was the one, He's the one. who was the luck? Yeah. yeah, who was the lucky side. Right. Okay, moving on to clue number five, and I always save the best for the last. <laughs> this is from 163.com, also known as NetEase. This artist's son is also a creative person, not surprisingly, because, you know, both, her, uh, both his parents were stars. However, he has been mired in controversy. Apparently, he is into cross-dressing and About. the whole drag culture. Oh. Every time he posts such pictures on social media, he always receives tons of negative feedback, mm. and people can be real bullies. And every time, this artist always defends her son, saying he has done nothing wrong and that she is strongly against cyberbullying.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's something that uh, you're going to have to deal with in that world, I think.
1: Yeah. Actually, this has affected her own career quite a bit, to the point that her son asks her if he should just stop using social media altogether. She says no, there is no need. In a TV program, she revealed that she believes parents must learn to let go, What she means by that is that, you know, when your children become adults, as long as they don't hurt anyone, don't break any rules, uh, don't break any laws, they should have the freedom to make their own decisions and do what they like. And at this stage, the parent's job is purely to offer love and support. That's why she will always have his back, but she will never interfere with his life choices. Hmm. So in that program, she also revealed that she told her son, you do you. I'll be just fine. If my career goes goes up in flames, if I never have the opportunity to sing, to act, or whatever, it's not the end of the world. Nothing is more important to me than you. my crop
0: That puts her son into a position, too, because I think that the mom is saying that even if my career goes up in flames, I'm not sure if she was deducing or she was indicating that depending on what you do, your actions affect my career. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, you, you, you be true to yourself. Right. But I think that also, I mean, as a son, it would be like, okay, that my mom, it's nice that my mom has my back, but at the same time, I should probably watch what I do because whatever I do would affect her as well. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you put it that way, it almost sounds like there's some kind of guilt trip, Yeah, a little bit.
0: I mean, it's like, you know, my career may go up in flames and, you know, I may be destroyed because of what you're doing, but I love you. It's okay. Uh, You know, and so it lets the kid know, okay, well, maybe
1: I should cool it. Well, I sincerely hope that's not uh, what my translation does because it's it's not what really happened. She was being very supportive. I'm sure she was. That's what I was trying to stress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway, I really like the fact that she has pointed out, you know, it's not parents' job to hover around all the time. And when your children become adults, you should learn to let go. I think that's a fantastic point.
0: It is. Uh, I think that, um, and I don't have children yet, but when I do have kids... Um, I think as parents, you do the best that you can. You just do what you can. You teach them what they need to survive and to be successful. And when they become adults, really, they take what you taught them and they go forward. Sometimes they go away. Sometimes they do this. They do that, even though you didn't teach them that. But if that's what they if that's who they are then that's who they are. You Like you said, you just have to let go and let them be who they're going to be. And um, nobody can live this life for you. You know, if you your successes are your own and so are your failures too.
1: Yeah. All right, so I have given you all the juicy clues. <laughs> the juicy do, clues. Do you have any idea who this artist is?
0: Absolutely not. I'm going to have to open my phone here and um, look up one of those song titles yes. you gave me.
1: I think you're going to... You know, type in "Sad Julia." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> All
1: right, I'm gonna begin the countdown, and you do the searching. Okay. All right. Thirty seconds.
0: Okay. Let's see here. Twenty-five. Oh, this
1: time goes by so fast. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Ten, nine, mm-hmm. <laughs> not nine, five, four, three, two, one. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, time's up. Okay, so I have a
0: um, song that, a person that came up. Mm, oh my goodness, I have two people. Ooh, this is... Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to go with what I see here. <laughs> I got two names. so Okay, like, so
1: which name has a Japanese element to it? Neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in that case, just just pick anyone. Okay, well,
0: I'm just going to go with Annie Yee.
1: Yes, correct. <laughs> and actually, her official name is Annie Shizuka Ino. Hmm. But... Like I said, her Chinese stage name is Yi Nengjing. That's why also a lot of people call her Annie Yi. Okay, yeah. that's the
0: other name that I saw. Nanjing Yi. Okay, <laughs> so it's the same person, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad.
1: Yeah, so good job, good job. All right, all right. So Annie, or Yi Nengjing, is a popular entertainer who wears a lot of hats. She has achieved great success as a singer, an actor, a TV host, a scriptwriter, an author, and an entrepreneur. Mm. She is also a philanthropist, active in many great causes. We are going to hear two of her songs, Last Day as a 19-year-old and The Wandering Kid.
0: All right, all right. Last day as a 19-year-old. Hmm.
1: That's the song that her current husband <laughs> fell in love with.
0: Really? Uh-huh. Interesting. And then earlier you mentioned a song called Tide.
1: No, that's the program that oh, featured the song. Okay, okay. And made her famous on the Chinese mainland.
0: Got it, got it. All right, all right. Well, before we hear those tracks, Mr. Liu, again, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining. And I'm sure our fans out there are happy to hear from you as well. And for those of you tuning in, be sure to check us out when we drop another episode in the following week. I'm TJ Reed. I'm No Yet. Take it easy, folks. We will see you next time.
2: 请不吝点赞